It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. Morning after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold. On the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show has been critically crapped on the show that is still here for now. So let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know and... No. Guide you through the week that was. Channel 82, as you've been guzzling down all the programming, you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's... More clips, more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips. Good up, Alusa. We're joined by my friends Louie Gold and Brittany Smith, the producers of Morning Men and Baptrix Morning After. For now, that's right, Brett. Yeah, just for now. for now, just for now. There's there's hope on the horizon. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. And that's right, I do mean anywhere. Anywhere? Yes, anywhere. Even uh, when you lose No No November and you have to give thirty dollars to Willie. <laughs> you know what? That's right, Brent. That's a good one. Yes, that's right. This week on a Morning Men, it was all about the world of sports, of course, but then it was also about the No Nut November challenge that me and Willie partook in. And I uh, use it in the past tense because I officially lost this week. I had to pay Willie Cologne $30. It was $20 a week, but since it was midweek, because I'm a nice guy, I decided to throw in 10 more, tip him a little bit. Because yeah, right. it was just a tip. It was just, just a tip. tip. That's what got me going. Hurt. No Nut November is a challenge where you can't nut. It was created as a joke. Oh, really? Yo, yeah. <laughs> How did they think of that name? As my wife asked me, is everybody on the show doing it? Because I told her, I'm like, I'm in the No Nut November challenge. My wife goes... What about Brittany? See, Beth, my wife, met Brittany at the Willie Cologne party. And obviously, oh, Beth made... thinks of me. Well, that would be Chaz participating in No Nut November, right? Well, because, like, it wouldn't really be Brittany. Girls can so. nut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That doesn't sound right coming out of a female. But she remembered Brittany's name. Lou, she didn't remember your That's name. Fine. She's like, that producer came over. But Britt, she actually remembered. And she's like, is she partaking? I'm like, you know what? I, I think Chaz is too much of a sexy animal. The great Chaz. The fiance Chaz. That's a sexy name, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Nothing, nothing screams man. Oh like Chaz. Oh. That screams, I'm wearing a sweater and I tied in a knot around my neck. Let's go mm. listen to the Doobie Brothers. I'm Chaz and I wear a, an ascot. Uh, so good old Chaz. Can I get you a mimosa? Mm. So yeah, Chaz is too much. He, he definitely he's... smokes a pipe, right? He actually has never smoked in his life. What? I could see him smoking a pipe with bubbles. Nothing. Like he's such a, you know, he's a Chaz. He's a Chaz. So no, we'll get him to the dark side soon enough, but how could you? I would have jumped on that guy's bones too. I mean, come on. How do you restrain yourself? So, but this is what happened. It was a big reveal. We were in studio on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen, Mike Patrick, and Willie Colon. Listen to this. What are you doing? What is happening right now? Did it happen? What is? I'm out. Oh! I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Babs I'm is out. giving me $30. That means he has officially broken the no nut. 
Babs. Well said. <laughs> Thirty dollars. So this it's over. No, no November. I'm out. It's over. Uh, when did you do it? I'm out. What happened? Was, <laughs> Wait a second. Willie got you. Will. Willie got it. Out I of thought you? I was gonna break. Yo. I honestly right, thought. Well, I, well I now was, you can. Well, yeah, it's done. I'm about to go until I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got a four-minute break. I'm going to wear myself out when Yo, I get home. Listen, me and Willie are part of No Nut pull out November. my mouthpiece from game day. I want to thank everybody for the support. I actually got a lot of love and, like, tweets and everything, which actually made me want to continue to do it. It was very strange, you know, feeling as – because I like to do this thing every single day. This is a part of me. I thought that was my identity. Maybe I am more than just a guy who whacks off in a corner. I don't think so. Or maybe so. not. But I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Okay, I was staying strong, man, and I went upstairs, and again, I told my wife the other day that we're doing this No Nut November Challenge, and congrats, Willie, you won. And I really so I think upstairs, I was going to win. I thought yo, you were going to beat me. Well, because it's about cash on the line, right. right? So my wife was like, you're really doing this stupid No Nut November thing. Nobody really does that. That's a joke. And I'm like, no, I'm actually committed to it. And she's like, yeah, okay. So I go to the bedroom right now, and I pull my pants down. You're not going to do anything about it? I said, actually, no. I mean, there's money here that we can win, Beth. It's $20 a week. It's PropX. We, we can win 100 bucks, And it would be nice taking 100 bucks from Willie Colon and being a winner for once. <laughs> and she's like, well... I'll tell you what. I'm going to go into the bedroom right now. Billy was watching Coco Melon. If you pick up Billy and Sam tomorrow, you could do this. I'll be waiting for you. Beth, I'm not doing that. I'm staying strong. It's no nut November. So she goes to the bedroom, so I don't immediately follow her. I go to the bedroom door. I open up the door. There she was, butt naked with her pants down, with her ass out. And there it was. And uh, 20 piece chicken McNuggets. Here I go. I go right in. I didn't even need a spritz. Usually I do that cherry spritz on her. I'm like, I'm, I'm, over. I'm ready for the mustiness. I dove right in. And uh, I'm out. <laughs> and then when I was done, I cleaned it up and I was like, I owe Willie Cologne 30 bucks. <laughs> I was in, but uh, I was in, but I was out. Uh, that was a a beautiful thing. It's amazing too because it felt like like it never happened before, which is always actually what it feels like. It, it always feels it like feels the, like the first. It time. feels it like the first time. Feels like the very first time. That song was was actually recorded in December, right after No Not November <laughs> ended. Oh, as that's they why en- such a banger. That's what that song is about. That's what it is. As they enter Destroy Dick December or oh. something. So yeah, that uh, feels like the first time is because and it did. It felt so good. I actually had to distract my own mind where I was like, uh, a minute and I'm like, oh boy, I, 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 I've been thinking of grandma, that's not working. Hey Beth, uh, did you talk to your mom today? And she actually started like, yeah, I talked to her and she's pissing me off because of blah, blah, blah. And she actually starts talking about her mom. I'm like, all right, good. this is another minute. This is working. This and is then working. she stopped and she's like, oh, I see what you're doing. So, yeah, hurry up. And I'm like, it's always hurry up. Yeah. And she's like, she's a groundhog burrowing herself into the ground, right? You never see your shadow. Yeah. She's already just she thinking. She to go back in for six more weeks of winter. Oh man, every time I'm in her, she's like, please, six more months before you get to do this again. I saw my shadow. Um, and of course, I don't cast a very big shadow down there anyway. But then she was wearing a hoodie and just like pants down, which is so like, oh, it's like. Kept the like clothes that. on the top, no view of the boobs No, or there's I mean, none from of behind, that. behind, it's all you need. Really, right, right, it's a great view. I mean, the best view in the city. I'm a realtor. And so I was like, this is unbelievable. But she's like, all right, just hurry up. You know, good thing though, I was sitting, I was, she, her, she had her knees on a bench that's like right outside the bed and the bench starts sliding. So that was difficult because I was trying to like hold that up. So that got me another minute. And then I got a Charlie horse. So that got me another minute. I ended up getting like five, six minutes. He's like, is this ever going to end? And I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, it is. And all I wanted to do, and that was a part of the challenge with Willie Colon. Yeah, I wanted to win money, but I wanted to see my deposit. I wanted to go to the ATM and make a deposit. And um, that thing, I must be all dried up. Because even after eight days, (laughs) even after eight days of nothing coming out, I wanted to paint a Picasso. I wanted to paint a a Jackson Pollock. Instead, I think I painted a stick figure. (laughs) 
But it's over. And now Willie Colon is going to go back to his house, and I think he probably already did it. The fire hydrant was open. <laughs> That's why he ran out of the studio. I mean, he's got the helmet on. He's got his uniform on. He's getting loose. I mean, he's getting busy over oh, there. Oh, we lost the roof, but he's holding the hose. And so that is the story of No Nut November. Congrats. Give it up uh, to Willie Colon, who actually- to you, though, Mike, for lasting so long and for paying off your bet. You lasting the eight days is more of a miracle than the miracle of Hanukkah, dude. I'm, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Yo, what a it. miracle. It's the new miracle, you know, of the, of the winter season. It's not ice. about the oil that lasted eight days. It's Patrick didn't go to Hand Central Station for eight days. You know, oh, I'm a that's true. What that's about. what it's about. Yeah. You know what you call me? You call me a Maccabee in the bedroom See? because the Hebrew hammer didn't get touched for eight days. <laughs> oh what a miracle. God. Now we got to bring the kids. We got to go to Temple and we actually got to celebrate it. There's a lot of miracles that were going on this week. There was one with the Indianapolis Colts as they fired their coach and maybe they think they're going to get a miracle with Jeff Saturday, the former offensive lineman. ESPN analyst, and of course now is going down to the sidelines to coach, which I'll tell you what right now, I guarantee you the Colts win on Sunday. I guarantee it. What if it works, right? What if it's like a success story? Well, it won't work long term. But you know, short, eh, it just won't. Well, they got the Raiders coming up, so it's short term. They get a little feel for their new coach. They want to win for Jeff Saturday. Jim Irsay is actually raising the banner right now before Sunday. And you know, the Colts. They're known for their banners. They don't have a lot of Super Bowl ones. There's only one up there. They got some AFC South champion banners, but no lie. They have a 2014 AFC finalist banner. What does that mean? So that they means were, they lost that in the mean? AFC championship game. Oh, wow. And so right now it's what going up. Oh, my God, yeah. So now the Colts are putting up a banner with what Jim Ursay said at his great press conference that was on during Monday Night Football. That makes no sense. We're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. Put it on a banner. All right, that means That's it. Okay. in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Okay, what? That's rare here. Okay, rare. that's not the top. That makes no sense. You do Ursa math. That doesn't make sense. So they're going to have a banner that says fourth most wins With the since the 2000. Bottom. And then a banner that says, say it with me now, top. upper quartile, top, uh, the top quartile. Top quartile of the upper quartile. It's going up rare in a banner. baby. Oh, boy, it's going up in a banner. So maybe they need a miracle. And then, you know, it needs a miracle. If they want to win a Super Bowl, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they got Tom Brady. Who, yeah, it's amazing after a weekend where he came back on the Rams in a game that was won 16-13, to where the Rams gave it up. They didn't want to win. They had an opportunity to get a first down, get 10 yards, instead three runs. They give the ball back right to Tom Brady, even though he's not his former self. Still, they're playing, they're playing prevent D, and they lose the game. Tom Brady is not back. He would need a miracle to win a Super Bowl. We talked about Brady on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon. Tom Brady, the way he reacted after that win, doesn't tell me like they're going to go on a great run. They got a tough schedule. They're a bad team. It tells me, oh, my God, look how hard it is to win a game right now with old Tom Brady and with this team. This is a big problem. When Tom Brady hugs Leftwich, that embraces speaking about this one game. If Brady hugged his wife like that, they'd still be together. Oh, that, was some hug. Do that. That, was, <laughs> that was some hug. You don't, I mean, that was some hug. I mean, by the way, you don't hug your wife ever and you're together, so maybe it's a good I thing. I spank well, my wife's ass every time I walk by her. Every what did time. you do for her birthday? Did, how did P.F. Chang's go? That went great. P.F. Chang's is, <laughs> is the greatest place to go for birthdays, <laughs> anniversaries, any type of celebration, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. You got to mm. go to P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's amazing. And, of course, yes, I got the Mongolian beef. Yes. I got my free appetizer in the egg roll. And we, we went, and, and Beth got very drunk. Too drunk to the <laughs> point where we couldn't even fool around. I was going to break No Not November. That's but she was bombed. Worked out in the end. Had to put her head down on the dashboard while we were driving home.
Wow, what was she drinking? She drank five apple martinis. And guess what? P.F. Chang's, I don't know if they know what they're putting in their apple martini. That's not exactly a spot for an apple martini. I'm not even sure how they made it apple. It tasted raspberry to me. That's just a woman who needs to get drunk because she's sitting across from Mike for an hour and a half alone with no distractions. I I don't have anything else to do here. She's just ripping apple martinis before the apps come out. Yeah, yeah she, mean, had to, she had to wait in the car when I, when I picked up my kids in my parents' house, and her head was hanging out the window like a dog with her tongue out. So <laughs> I had to put her to bed. Oh, uh, mommy did it again with the kids. <laughs> the it's, kids. Right. It's not about the you kids that are used she's to it. She's drinking to get away from her life, dude. It's not just you. <laughs> yeah, her, like, yeah. oh, God. Uh, it's three kids. It's, you know, it's, yeah, all right, fine. I'm a part of that. But it's also the children. But it's right. amazing how, like, conditioned the children are to mommy or daddy being like that in that state. <laughs> Like, Joe walked right away. He's like, oh, mommy's drunk. And then I was like, no, mommy's just happy. She's just resting. Meanwhile, she's like, go home now. <laughs> Joey actually is like, oh, sweet. I don't have to take a shower tonight because mommy's incapacitated. And, oh, and if mommy's out of commission, daddy does no parenting. Oh, so there were no showers. Girl. Yeah, there were no showers that were taken in that house that night. But what's better than P.F. Chang's? And what's better than a follow-up question to Tom Brady? Hey, is Tom Brady going to win or not? And the follow-up question was, how did P.F. Chang's go? <laughs> genius. That is that That's is radio genius. right there. Is P.F. Chang's a bad place to go for like a celebration? I wouldn't take my wife there for her birthday. I don't think it's bad to go uh, Friday night for dinner. Why can't that be a place of celebrations? Birthdays, anniversaries, bar mitzvahs. If the it's... person likes it, but if they're indifferent, I probably you probably shouldn't take them to P.F. Chang's. Right. It's well. like the diner for Chinese food, right? It's a Chinese, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they have it all. What does, do, you, do you guys know what P.F. stands for? That's a legitimate question. Pretty fun. Chang's? Oh, genius. Pretty fun, huh? Pretty fun, wow. man. Pretty fun, Chang's. Pretty fun. You know what's great? from P.F. Chang's, the lettuce wrap. Oh, I love that. That's like, to me, that's a salad. That was one of the appetizers we got. That's a salad. You put a little peanuts, the chicken, everything else. All right, now let's go to Mad Dog Chris Russo. Mad Dog did a great job this week talking about Lamar Jackson. Won a big win on Monday Night Football. Misses way too many throws to be considered a lead. That will cost him and the Ravens a Super Bowl. They won't be winning one with Lamar. But still, hell of a quarterback, a bunch of wins, and Mad Dog was actually praising Lamar Jackson. Uh, that is in the AFC, but right now, with the Baltimore, excuse me, <coughs> I mean Jimmy Trainer, couldn't put this up on his uh, on his website on his um, on his page. Anyway, right now the Baltimore win makes them the three seed. Cincinnati. Uh, 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 uh. Imagine, what, do you, what do you think he that, was choking on? It by sounded like Eddie was trying to kill him midair. Right? No, like, I think he was eating because then he started to drink. You heard it as soon as he went Baltimore. He went like a little slip. You heard the, you know, a little sip. You hear the chug of the water, and then it just imagine his last words of the Cincinnati Bengals. That was a rough <laughs> way to go out. Like that's your last words yeah. in life. Just got into the Hall of Fame, and his last words are choking on the Cincinnati Bengals. The New York Mets. But then again, maybe Dog would want to go out that way, breaking down Monday Night Football. He'd definitely want to go out of on the air, Of course he'd right? want to go out that way. He's going to go on, on the air during the box score bonanza <laughs> on Mondays. Remember, spoiler alert for everybody, you don't check the scores, and you don't know them, until Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Mad Dog Unleashed. And, and the Bears the <laughs> did a great job. This, <laughs> the Bears. Dog, Dog, are you Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to the Bengals. Uh, great job with the cuts there, Eddie. Thanks for killing me.
Speaking uh, of Eddie. Well, Eddie's coming up next. So much more to get to right here on Baptrick's Morning After as we're going to talk about Mad Dog, the Hall of Fame, and genres. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82 is a recap of the week that was uh, with my friends. Yes, the producers of Morning Men. Uh, Louis Gold and Brittany Smith and the producers of Morning After for now. And don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. Anywhere. Whoa! Anywhere! Eddie Whoa! Whoa! Yes, wow, anywhere, Eddie. There he is. Isn't this Lion great? Studio. You know, when you only do one segment of show, you get a better reception. Wow, I like this. Yeah, so it's better for you. Right. Even in a hotel bar with the worst company possible. Whoa! <laughs> this is, I'm, no, glad, you know, I'm glad you went there. I had no idea you were going there. I'm glad you went there because surprise. We got to go back. We're going to hear from Mad Dog Chris Russo Hall of Fame speech. But yeah, so a bar in Chicago watching a World Series. This seems interesting. No, I was at a bar in Houston. Let's oh, get that's that right. Great. Come on, Mike. No, I'm we, sorry. We, we, we went, went all back to Houston for games six and the rain out really screwed me i complained all night friday to the point where dog actually yelled at me and then we got into a little tiff you know you spend 10 days on the road that close with anyone i think you're, you're gonna, gonna fight, fight yeah. but also was he surprised that you were complaining like that's what we do no i, I, mean, I like... actually was really good the whole trip chicago was amazing i get to houston i'm back in a bunker oh yeah. i have a window this time but it's yeah. chicken wire and another brick wall <laughs> yeah i saw that picture and i'm not a high really i'm not a high maintenance guy but my shower was the size of a closet a small closet it would have been fine for me. But <laughs> I know I sound like I'm really being yeah, a bitch right now. The last time I saw you, you were sharing a room with Jared Thank Moore, you. by the way. It, oh it was the size of that room. Jared Moore is getting a, a shout-out. By the way, if you don't know who Jared Moore is, check out the movie The Whale that just is coming out in premiere. Oh, boy. I never thought that. I actually thought he looked more like the creepy child molester from The Fugitive. Oh, you know what? There's that, too. But currently, uh, Brendan Fraser's role, he actually studied Jared Moore. But again, we're just talking about a random fat guy. All right, but we digress. I want to know what it's like to watch a World Series game at a bar with Mad Dog Chris Russo. Well, the first, we go to a, a first bar. I pick the spot, and, you know, now the pressure's on. It's got to be great. We get there. Everything's good. Four rowdy guys who were clearly overserved and really just, you could feel trouble coming. Yeah. Dog, oh, dog, we have to leave. We got to get out We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. We gotta he's, get not, out he's not a fighter. All right, we get out of there. We go to Vic and Anthony's Steakhouse. We walk in. I'm oh, like, really left. Yeah, I'm like, wow. dog, I'm like, dog, you think you could just kind of be like, hey, you know who I am? Pull that move because this place is packed. He walks in five hours for a table. Okay, so that didn't work. <laughs> but I'm mad, dog, and I'm hungry. <laughs> we, we see a couple of guys leaving as we come in from the MLB Network. We kind of tag along with them, go back to the hotel where they're staying, go to the hotel bar. Great oh, spot. Yeah. Very quiet. Yeah, nice. The guys at the network are picking up everything. Now we got an open oh, tab. Okay, okay. Now we got an open okay, tab. This is, that's talking. what we like. What, what, what two words are better than open tab? Nothing. Mm. Open Finishing <laughs> me? No, uh, that's, that would be three. I just pulled a bite. Wow. <laughs> God bless America would be the other two words. Now, go ahead. Open tab. We're drinking. We're having a great time. We're ordering food. Everything's great. I don't have to hear dogs sit there and stare at me anymore going, your thoughts. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. That actually happened. Your thoughts. What do you what? like tonight in the NBA? Your thoughts. 
see, that's torture. What should we do after the Super Bowl? Shut up! <laughs> the other thing about Chris, which is really disturbing. Your thoughts. You know, you and I place a bet on a game, right? Yeah. And we're losing. We're really distracted because the money actually means something. This guy, he was distraught over Tennessee, Georgia. Why? Because he I mean, took Tennessee with the points. Yeah, he listened yeah. to Gary D. He got screwed. And I looked at Chris, and I'm laughing at him. I'm like, Chris, you really bet against Georgia at home? Uh, I'm getting 10 points. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I well. said, have you watched them play? But Gary D told me. He always goes with whoever's you the last guy goes, to tell him. You have to say, the analysts do get into your head when you're placing a bet. I, I, I How many Mike times? Oh, every my week. God. I'm like, hey, I think the Colts are going to lose again. We should ride with the Colts. Hey, no, Mike Lombardi told me Love they're going to cover. Well, okay, Eddie. Well, Mike Lombardi says it. We'll do well, it. And we lose. kid's a coordinator in the oh, league. You we lose. Know but, dog, you're saying, and you're right, shouldn't be sweating a bet, whether that's it, 100 or 2,000 or 5,000. It ruins his night. Who, uh, it ruined his night. He, he, he wants to be so right. Checked. That's right. All. It's an ego thing. It's right? ego. Yeah, it's, it's narcissistic ego. I've got to be right. I don't yeah. care about the money. Because I looked at him, I go, what, what are you worried about? He goes, you think I care about that money? I want to be right, Eddie. He likes to be right. <laughs> so that ruined the night. But thank God the mood picked up. He's nursing his Coors Light all night. I'm pounding double tequilas. Well, a couple of women walked in, three ah. elder gals, you know. <laughs> After Elder has like the Golden Girls, <laughs> uh, they were Arthur didn't walk in. What do you mean Elder? Zach Wilson type girls, Milfs. Milfs. They were younger than the Golden Girls, but older than Lisa Ann. How's that? An experienced Milf. And there Maybe was some, a gilf. There was some Houston, Maybe a gilf. There was some Houston tread on those tires too. Well, <laughs> a little worn, a little, okay, a little. A little hey, we're talking baseball. Nothing David Weathers. But anyway, David Weathers. They're having a great time. They're into it. The game. We're watching. You know, they're getting. You know, they're just excited. Houston. You know, finally gets the lead. But then Cherie came in. Oh, I like Cherie. Now let me tell you about Cherie. Firecracker? <laughs> Cherie comes in alone. No friends. No hoopla. She's just kind of wandering like a little lost soul. She goes up to the bar. She gets herself a drink. Of course, all the attention goes to Cherie. Well, yeah. And Cherie sounds well, like my type of girl. We should have to... Well, I'll give you a little background on Cherie. I think she mentioned something about doing massages. And she was a bottle service girl at a big, high-profile bar. Okay, so, I mean, extremely high. she seemed high. to know the hotels very intimately in the downtown Houston oh, area. Oh, oh, so she I don't checks all the boxes. I don't know what else she did, so what else she so did in her spare time. So she's walking around the street. Okay, all right, so she knows all the hotels. Maybe, maybe a high-priced, that's sort maybe a realtor. A sweet gal. Yeah, a sweet gal, maybe a tour guide. Okay, but anyway, right. she comes in, she starts making her way around the room, she's chatting, very friendly, she knows the players, she knows this, she's name-dropping, she's doing this. I pay her no attention, because that's what I do when the hottest girl in the room walks in. I just don't pay attention. You want to play Num- it cool. Number one, why would I care? Like, ever? She would even talk to me. And then secondly, I'm not going to jump in with the rest of the crew. Let them deal with that. All right. So they're salivating dogs. But what about Mad Dog? Did he do that? Now, tell me about your family history. No. He stared at his Coors Light and watched the game. That's all oh. he cared about. The greatest moment, though, I go up to the bar to get another drink. I'm standing there. I'm with Chris. One of the older gals comes up. And she looks right at Chris and she goes, Blondie's got to go. Oh, so, so, now see what's oh, up with that? Yeah. Why the ones who aren't as hot get so upset? As soon as Blondie comes in the room, the Golden Girls were gone. Uh, see, this is what happens. That's not fair. See, Britt gets that a lot. Britt walks into a bar. You know, the other girls like, get the hell out of here, Britt. Blondie's got to go. Now maybe they don't say Blondie's exactly got to go. That's what she sounded like. Oh, so she likes to smoke a couple Newports. marble reds. But in the middle of this big trip of the World Series was this Radio Hall of Fame. Now yes. I, I want to play that was great. A clip of Mad Dog Chris Russo. This is the beginning of his speech, and so obviously we're all going to get emotional here. And let's break down how Mad Dog did. This was his speech for the Radio Hall of Fame live in Chicago. You're looking live. Excuse me if I don't get emotional. Is anybody alive out there tonight? 
Okay, that was not a good reception. A brief, well, I'll give you a little brief autobiographical sketch, and then I'll do some thank yous, right. and we'll go watch the Phillies win game three. Like he starts his show, he gives you a rundown. Seven nothing, <laughs> top eight. That's funny. Seven nothing, top eight. He did say biographical <laughs> sketch. I got an AMC Gremlin with 92,000 miles on it. All right. True story. On a snowy weekend in February of 83. Big details. With the details. blessings of a pe- my parents, Big I'm an only child. I looked it up. Driving to Jacksonville, Florida, because I wanted to be the next Vin Scully. The armpit of America. Vin Scully, of course, was the legendary play-by-play voice of the Dodgers who just passed away recently. And I wanted to be a baseball play-by-play guy. And the Double A Sons was the opportunity that at that time of my life, six months after college, could you imagine if he made it as a play-by-play? Oh. The Double A Sons? Into it, they fired me. Would your life be better? I ran into a radio station in Jacksonville in between selling for the Sons. W-E-X-I, 1280 AM. Oh, yes. One of my the favorites. The first day I showed up, the Monday after Monday. St. Paddy's Day weekend, the sports guy quit. Big break. Big. They needed a sports personality. They gave it to me. I sold radio advertising, 30 seconds of 30 spots. <laughs> you you, you sold it well. Bucks. I did the morning sports. And I did sports talk on weekends with mm. the owner's son who loved, who loved pro wrestling. My favorite line. He, he loved it. pro wrestling. Who cares? What? Two phone lines. <laughs> that was funny. No guests. Oh, no guests. A year of that. Nothing's changed. We have nine phone lines now. <laughs> Still no guests. Guest. I needed a life raft. <laughs> the guy who gave it to me was Larry Kahn. See you tonight. First oh. person in America to get choked up yeah. over Larry Kahn. Larry was the and the only one executive radio producer of WKIS in Orlando. He was the producer of the Gene Burns program. Huh? And they were looking for a sports talk show host. Who what? And boy, did I need an opportunity. I came down on a Sunday night. Sunday. No phone calls. No guests. Still. Two hours. Boy, nothing changed. I must have did pretty well. They hired me. Put me on weeknights, six to eight. Made a living, thirteen thousand dollars a year. Made 120 bucks a week in Jackson. And now you bet that on every game. You bet that on Georgia. Weird shows. Oh, that's right. I love how the weird shows. Now, we could keep going, but we ended on weird shows. Wow, what an edit. Well, you know, it's got to end eventually. (laughs) I mean, I I can't play the whole thing. Good job. The entire speech is on the SXM app. You should go and find it and listen to it because it's a beautiful speech by the doggy, who is now a Radio Hall of Famer. But we're having a little fun here. It's our biographical (laughs) sketch of my body. I mean, that's more of a sketch, right? Then, of course, he had a great story about meeting his wife. And of course, sports is always the tie-in. I was 35 years of age. I was home on an American Airlines, 1993. Jordan had scored 54 home that American night, Airlines. Bulls Suns. Tied the series up at two games apiece. Bulls beat the Knicks in game five and no championship for Patrick Ewing. Anyway, it was Memorial Day weekend. I swear this is a true story. <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend. I sat in 6B. My wife sat, Jeannie Rousseau, in 6A. I had dandruff on a lapel. And I was showing her a box score of this face, this great game Imagine that ended about an hour move. earlier. <laughs> she knew nothing about sports. Wow. Come here, look at this but box score. He's that, that meme did. where the guy's whispering in the girl's ear and talking she about She gets sports. off the plane. <laughs> That's how Beth quiet. got Beth. Come look at this box. <laughs> yeah. Her brother picks her up then at I the scored. gate and says, Jeannie, you know half of New York hates this guy? Half. Oh. That's a true story. Yeah, 75%. He's here tonight to verify. <laughs> Tom Stand up and take a bow. Called her up. We dated. And then a year and a half later, got engaged and got married. Uh. She didn't realize I was previously married. 
Wait, what? To sports. Oh. That's not easy. <laughs> Clever. Because sports are on weekends and weeknights. Not previously, still. When she's raising <laughs> four little kids. <laughs> I'm watching White Sox Angels. Oh, that sounds oh, terrible. Oh, boy. Good God. Good husband. <laughs> Not easy. Not easy oh, to not watch. <laughs> she always For says a that I did too. a lousy job. Well, not a lousy job, but I was a little diligent, uh, little, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, a, not active enough. How about not present? With raising four. The link. In- oh, invisible. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm it is. I'm a little is. choked up. Give me yeah. a break. I'll get off <laughs> no, here in a will. second. We will. We will. The link went. And so raising four kids when I'm doing things. sports three. talk three. five hours a day, commuting in the city and coming home and saying, honey, I can't deal with this tonight. I got Nick's calves. That is not that easy. So <laughs> what a romantic. With me every step of the way. He thanked her. That's nice. So he thanked her. Did he uh, thank his children? No. Okay, no. so forgot really, about the kids. What did they what do? What did the kids do? What have they done? Well, what they do? there's a ride here. You know, if you're going to thank your wife, you better just mind as well mention your family. Nah. I mean, otherwise, don't mention any of them. Nah. All I want to do now is go to a bar, go up to the hottest chick and say, <laughs> Start running up a box. Hey, listen, you want to see this box go? All right, I got the, uh, the Golden State Warriors took out the Spurs last night. Show the, Joe Mixon. Wow, what a performance. Oh, yeah. No, there are no really bored box all, look, Come look at all five touchdowns. Uh, hey, honey, uh, you see how many points Luca scored last night? Oh, God. Nothing turns me on more than a Luca triple-double. Now, let me see how many blocks Spencer Dinwiddie had. Oh, hot and heavy. God. That's a tough sell. I hate that he didn't mention Jurassic Park again. That's my favorite. He was reading Jurassic Park on that flight, too. Oh, God. He was reading the book? God. I forgot that that was an actual book. I mean, that was so much Michael better. Crichton guy. I mean. uh, so much better the movies. I could see him actually getting scared, though, as he's like reading. Hey! Oh, gosh. I read a line. It jumped at me. Eddie, you did tell me a couple things. You're in your hotel room. This was in Houston with the chicken wire, and you were like going through the channels. You had a television that only had sports channels, oh, right? the worst. The one thing I want to do after these shows on the road is I want to go back to my room and watch anything but sports. Mm-hmm. Of course. I don't need ESPN. You want HBO. No, I want to watch a movie. Anything. Yeah, of course. And unfortunately, the only real channel they had was TBS, so I got stuck watching Friends again for the uh, one thousand. Oh. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond would have been such a <laughs> breath of fresh air. I love Friends, but when they run the same episodes concurrently on Nick at Night and TBS, you got problems. So I was falling asleep and waking up to the same episode. Like, it was like Groundhog talking, Day. No, it was you really go to, depressing. Now that's rough because you go to a hotel, I would choose no sports channels but everything else as opposed to all sports channels. That you don't need. You need HBO, HBO2, HBO Family, HBO Latino. None of it. That's what I, didn't have, I didn't even have Netflix. Yes. Or you need just porn. Now, how, how, Works now, every time. Now, right? what, why don't you just go to porn? That became so boring. Again, on the road for 11 days, you even get bored with that. You've well, gone yeah, through every yeah, genre. Yeah. Every, you've stumbled into some areas you shouldn't stumble into. On a scene. Right, yeah, I started watching porn on the iPad now instead of the iPhone, which is much better. <laughs> oh, it's like a theater experience. The big old IMAX. Stereo surround sound. Exactly, it's great. <laughs> yeah, but you know the problem with the iPad. The iPad's connected. It's a family iPad. The Bluetooth speaker. My phone's we were connected to a lot it. of stuff too, though. Yeah, they're hearing the sounds of smut, and you're like, "What's oh. going on here?" Take me through like day one through day ten, Eddie, of your porn viewing habits <laughs> and how they slowly got weirder and weirder. Well, I mean, you know, there's always the standards. I always like to go back through the classics of the '70s. Oh, so with the music. Yeah, I right. love that. And then I just work my way forward. Start college. Do we go to like? 
like girls that are stuck underneath a mattress? Well, did, Where are we headed I here? did stumble across two young gals stuck under a bed. That was interesting. One freed herself. The other one got stuck. That was oh. interesting. That was also odd. Yeah. It, like, it's amazing how like everybody's getting stuck these days, but nobody wants to help out. That's not a good friend. If she gets out, then she should help the and other the, friend the other, out. The other problem is when, when the gentleman who comes to help, that's always a problem. You don't, you don't want a guy to show up to help you. That's no. what I've learned. You know what? You find out they have their own interests in mind, and that's that's a major issue. They have issue. another plan. You start off with Pornhub, right? But by day 10, what were you on? Well, I was on this XXNX. I don't even know yeah, what it was called. Yeah, that's Again, that's, you know, Pornhub, YouPorn. They are the gold standard, right? That's that's yeah. where shopping on Fifth Avenue. Yes! By the time I was done, I was in the bargain basement at Target. Maybe no. Caldor. The old by the Caldor. time you're done. I love Caldor. Caldor was I like in a, a little slot. I was at Caldor in their bankruptcy years where everything must go. That's where I ended up. By day 10 of the trip, you're on those videos where the guy catches you shoplifting and you're standing in the back and there's multiple <laughs> men standing around you and yelling at you for stealing that bracelet. And a lot Don't of, steal! A, a lot of step issues. Look out for that step, brother. Don't be alone with him. Now, Eddie, you have returned home. He's coming home. And what I loved is your first show after the big road trip, you were in the studio with Mad Dog Chris Russo and of course, this happens. I, I got to oh get the core bank oh, organized. Gosh. It's way over here. You guys just never... I mean, don't just set up the studio properly before I walk in Take here. Take a drink every time he says phone bank. My God almighty. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I mean, is this the one that toy <laughs> works? Who's that? You walk into a mic. I don't have Eddie's a phone bank here. I can't take the calls with that one. It's right over there. Which one is it? Which one? Right here, Eddie. Oh, boy. Oh, that's not it. That's the typing thing. You're right. Where is the phone bank? The keyboard? They took the phone bank. We don't have a phone bank. Who took the phone bank? It's all... Oh, my gosh. They took the phone bank. And Eddie doesn't check it. And Colin doesn't check it. So as a result of that, we get the show all fouled up. Eddie, could you get the thing organized, please? What's about the phone bank? Yeah, there's a certain <laughs> expectation that when we come into our studio, our studio, oh boy. that the phone would be there. Throw some shade at it. So who screwed Let's up? Go. Who screwed up? I don't know, but uh, this is going to be escalated. Uh-huh. Rob well, Pepitone, you're going to hear from me. Well, hold on now. Tori, he's the program director. He's sitting around here with his IU hat telling me about Colorado. Nah, this one's not on Tori. This I, one's not oh, on Tori. Tell me about Tory. Colorado and Fullerton State tonight. I mean, geez. I mean, that's a joke, huh? so I can't use the what? phone bank. So you Yell guys- them out for now, and then I'll, I'll handle it. All right, so we'll handle that. We'll go Mike in San Francisco. Here, start you know you could do it on that program and right in front of you. Oh, uh, how do I do that? I would require the mouse. Here we go. That would require the mouse. Let's see if I can figure it out. I can't do the mouse. You know that. Hold on now. I might be able to pull it off. Hold on now. Let's see. If I just press. The play button? Where's the play button? Right there? Right here. Right there. Oh, I play this side. All right. Where is the mouse? Where'd the mouse go? There you go. Where is it? Where's the, where's the mouse? Oh, the mouse is down there. All right, oh, I got it. All right, let me see if I can do it. Wait. I press Get it right. The arrow. Wait. There? Wait. And how do I disconnect the call? It'll say drop, the big drop button right there. All right, so I, I, I just press, whoops. Yep, there you go. Oh, boy. Have you ever used the mouse before, Chris? Yeah. Go, I got him, man! Yes, sir! Hey! Mike and Sam, this is Mike What's going on? Mike, figured out Wait. the phone line after, you know, I a radio guy for a hundred years. You figured it out. He got a call in the air with the mouse. And yes, how do you drop the call? You press the drop button. Eddie Erickson, did you escalate the matter to Rob Pepitone? Immediately, I fired off a very <laughs> hostile email about our studio. I was actually annoyed because it is the Mad Dog studio. But since this pandemic and since we have the only camera, apparently in the whole building <laughs> everyone uses it and every time I come in everything is changed you know damn well if I went into let's just say the Andy Cohen studio Whoa. and they Whoa. were so nice to let me use it for a guy
goddamn five minute interview with Randy Moss from NBC, and one thing was out of place. There would be 20 emails about it. Randy Moss uh, from NBC. I know, I love that. It's not Randy Moss. It's Randy Moss from NBC, the horse but you know, you trainer. Know You're right. The phone bank is missing. Where was the phone bank? I want people to know, like, that's the phone. Like, think picture like a landline or an office phone. That's the actual phone that was missing. And Eddie's right. Now, usually I'm on the other side. Like, I remember when Joey Chestnut came in and we had a matzo eating contest. Exactly. The email that came after that said, why Thank is there you. crackers all over the studio? All right, that's... Not again, okay. All right, yeah, but right, get fine. it right, okay? It's, well, matzo. Matzo. it's not crackers. Well, okay? they it's called matzo. it crackers. Get it right. They called it crackers. Disrespect. I, I destroyed Joey Cheston. He has his only loss wow. on his record was to me with matzo. Wait, so we'll in all his years up. in radio, that is the first time he punched up a call? First time he touched a mouse. Yeah. Eddie had tried to get him a laptop, but he wasn't able to log in because Mad Dog never, ever opened up his SiriusXM email. Day we one. Have, we had to have Steve Cohen verify his employment. There's, there's, a, there's a picture of him in the lobby. And then, of course, everybody knows Steve Torrey tells the story. When the office first opened, he sat in the office, they gave him a computer, and the typing thing, that's a typing thing? And he picked up the mouse, and he actually physically picked it up, moved it, and placed it on the computer screen and was moving it around. Like a etch sketch Yeah, a goddamn etch sketch And a typing thing. Does he have a smartphone? It's funny. He has a, he has an Apple. He's really good. You know, iPhone. He's really good with cutting and pasting. The cut and paste text is really what he's. That's his strong suit. You know how Eddie knows that because Mando would like yeah. to send Eddie Erickson the same text over and over and over and over and over again. You know, it's The Shining. Mad Dog yep. is that's exactly the character is. from The Shining. All work and no play means no guests on Mad Dog today, and it's over and over. And over. Now, where's the phone bank? All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about running the bases, Joey the quarterback, and why coaches need to put on weight. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. So welcome back to Mike Patrick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM. Channel 82 is a recap. The week that was with my friends, of course, Louis Gold and Brittany Smith, the producers of Patrick's Morning After for now. But producers of Morning Men. Forever. Forever. Of course, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast, and I do mean anywhere. Anywhere? Yes, anywhere, Britt. Even while eating a chicken for the 40th day in a row? Yes, uh, Britt, that's a good one there, as there was a Philadelphia <laughs> man. You know, the Phillies lost. I guess they lost some soccer team. They're kind of feeling down. Well, there was a story about a true Rocky, a true underdog, who went out there on his Twitter, and he filmed himself eating a rotisserie chicken. Every single day, his goal was 30 days. He actually pushed it to 40 days because the Phillies lost, and then on his 40th day, he went out to a appear and in front of an audience ate a rotisserie chicken that is so dumb but so smart it's not why haven't we thought of something for me to do for 40 straight days what can i do in another universe this would have been you like this totally sounds that's what i'm saying you written all over it but Um, not with a rotisserie chicken though what 
can you do for 40 straight days? You shower? So I'm taking people with me on a journey for showering <laughs> for 40 days. And then on the 40th day, I have with a soap? group Something shower. With soap? A group shower that everybody comes. All right. I like this idea. Communal. Everyone shows up on the 40th day. We get 100 people in like a big public bathhouse. Right. And I take my 40th shower in a row. All right. That's not bad. What about listening to the same song over and over for 40 straight days? But it's got to be like a horrible, like the worst song ever. You're just getting Rickrolled for 40 days? It's just Rick. Ashley, never going to give you up for 40 That's days. A good song. Yeah. I could listen song. to that for 40 straight days. Never going to let you down. Let you down. Never going to run around and hurt you. Give me four days of that right now. I'm going to do that anyway. No, it's got to be Montel Jordan. This is how we do it? This is how we do it. Yo, by day 40? I don't care how you do it, Montel. Yeah. I don't care anymore. That's the song you cracked. All right, yeah. that's the one. Boys or that, Rick Astley. I, I figured it out. Here's what I'm going to do. For 40 days, I will, on Twitter, I will have a conversation with my wife. For 40 straight days, I will say, how was your day? Conversation, a compliment, back and forth. And on the 40th day, we're going to invite 300 fouls into my house to, to watch, watch the argue. 40th conversation. I love, I love it. All right, I'm out after three days. <laughs> I'm out. You know what? Give me give me meatloaf. All right, I'll do meatloaf <laughs> for 40 days. I'll just eat a thing of meatloaf. Who eats meatloaf anymore? You know what you'll look like after 40 straight days of meatloaf? That's this, actual meatloaf. Actually, yeah. this. I look exactly <laughs> right. exactly what I look like no. now. You know who's not on the meatloaf diet? Jeff Saturday. What a time. I mean, How about the big the meatloaf diet. Oh, like. How do these offensive diet? linemen lose so much I freaking don't know. weight when they're... It can't be healthy for them, right? Oh, that was the big story of the week. Jim Ursay hiring Jeff Saturday. He fires Frank Reich. Do you think that now that he's the head coach, he needs to put on the weight? Fat guy coaches are just better. Bill Parcells, Vince Lombardi had a bit of a gut. Andy Reid, they are just better. What do you call Belichick? Is he like in Fat. the middle? No, he's a little sloppy. He wears those hoodies for a reason. Yeah, he right? hides he's hiding. It. He knows how to hide. He's hiding it. He wears like the tight shirt under the hoodie and then the hoodie to over it. So it kind of compresses the belly in. He's wearing a daddy girdle. That's what he's <laughs> That's wearing. That's I mean, it. Come on. You know, the Patriots staff over the years historically have always been a little large. Even Josh McDaniels put on a bunch Matt of weight. Matt Patricia. Huge. Matt Patricia, Charlie Weiss, our boy. buddy from NFL Radio. He wears a girdle. And Charlie, think- you look great, buddy. There's two guys, coach, I heard girls talk about Matt LaFleur yeah, and McVay, hot. right? And they're both fading fast because they're getting too much ass. Fading fast, too much ass. Yes. This is why I'll never fade. I will never (laughs) fade. I'll be here forever, folks. I'm really considering actually shaving my beard but keeping my mustache just so I could say, grow a stash. You get some ass. Oh, that's a hell of a that, you know, For November. Great, it is yeah, November. I mean, come yeah, on. Wouldn't that be a great one right there? No, I see. I think like Tom Brady right now being single, and we're talking about getting assy, I think it helps a player. I think a single Tom Brady, now that the divorce is over, he's almost got that weight lifted from his shoulders. He now could go out there and find that new woman. Won't that rejuvenate an old man Tom Brady with new woman after scent season. on him? That's better than new car smell. Uh, maybe it is after the season. But if we're going to talk about the NFL, the Mad Dog Chris Russo, Mad Dog Unleashed, he's got to be a part of it. Here he is recapping the week that the Chicago Bears had in week number nine. Fields has played three good games in a row. Yesterday, he had a 61-yard TD run, the longest run by a Bear quarterback, and he also had three for three scores. His head coach is Matt Alblis. Who? <laughs> that is Teddy that Alice? Now listen. Sometimes, you know, people like send me stuff like, they're like, hey, he called him Jeff Judon. It's Matt. I mean, all right. Nobody knows who the hell Matt Judon is anyway, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, that's not it. But this one, you're a Chicago Bears head coach, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, is named Matt Eberflus. Eberflus. And he also three for three scores. His head coach is Matt Ablis. Matt Ablis <laughs> is so far away. Matt you know what I just noticed? He said, and he also three for three scores. Maybe he was thinking Mitch Album. 
<laughs> great writer. Great, good hair, great writer. Always make people cry. Oh, uh, Tuesdays with Maury? Yeah, Tuesdays oh. with Maury. Eber Flossen Flusen album there, coaching the quarterback that three, three touchdowns. So there is that. Now, speaking of a quarterback, how about my son, Joey Babchuk? He's a quarterback. Legend. I'm coaching him in flag football. He's an 11-year-old. And I put out a video that was seen by millions, including JT the Brick on the great show that you can hear weeknights, Brick at Night. You know, he put his son, Joey, throwing a pick six up on his Twitter feed, which is no big deal. You know, Joey's competing. Babs is the play caller. And they put up the pick six. And it made me feel shallow as a father because my son went to the all-powerful national powerhouse Bishop Gorman out here in Vegas. And he was a backup offensive lineman. And whenever he'd get into the game, I would put up videos of my son getting in there like he was a starter or something, like he was going to be a great player in college, which he was, and he was just a good backup player there. So I would never show him on the bench. I would only play when he got <laughs> in the game. Right. And he got into the state championship game in the second half. And But I want to give credit to Babs because he's showing all dads yeah. that you can put your sons up on social media if they're competing. I love the competition level of Joey Babs, and I love Dad. Putting his son out there, it's only going to make him tougher. Oh, see, that's it. I mean, thank you for noticing, JT the Brick. It's not like I'm doing it for clicks, and I'm just, I can have a few laughs at his expense. I'm showing the world, you can be a father of a kid who's good at sports, or you could be a Babchuk. Or it's a video of a good football player being made terrible by a terrible coach, right? Or that. If you watch this video, it's at Babchick on the Twitter, and we're going to retweet it during Babchick's morning after. It's a good throw. After. I'll give him, it, it's a good it throw. It didn't get there, but the throw, it's a, it's a spiral. It's a nice-looking throw. He's nice throw. throw. The problem is the coach that stands behind him, that's me, is yelling for him to throw at a player that wasn't open. And so then there's a pick, and then he barely runs with a <laughs> smile on his face. Why are you smiling? It's fun. I've never seen Deion Sanders as he's trying to like track down a running back. I don't know about smiling that. I can see his, him you know, smiling. Deion, maybe, he might be smiling <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a quarterback then. How about that? Throwing a pick six and then trying to make a play. And then, of course, the diva wideout. You can see in the video. He turns right to him. He's a Terrell Owens type. He well, turns right to him, and he goes, Joey, I was wide. Joey, I was wide. Well, there's another guy standing in the in the end zone. Arms raised. Like, why, why are you not throwing it to oh, me? Oh, yeah, man, come on. I'm over here, man. <laughs> Joey Babchuk isn't just a football player, though. He's also a baseball player. Listen to this story, courtesy of Morning Man, with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchuk, and Willie Cologne. I got to tell you guys something about my son, uh, Joey Babchuk. All right, he's an 11-year-old. He was trying out for travel baseball. So we go out to the tryout, and he opens up his bag. He forgot his mitt. <laughs> I mean, that's when already... you're a Babs, you're right. a Babs all the way. It's a rough way. start. So I got to drive back home, and I come on back, and already, thank God it was a running drill first, so he didn't have to, like, you know, catch yet. So that's good. So I'm going, going close to the fence. <laughs> to a baseball tryout and forgot No mitt. No, nothing in... He's like, oh, geez, I must have taken it out of the bag. We don't check the bag first because it's your job. It so is it was... your job. It's your job as the parent to make sure yeah, he has the I glove. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Right. I always double-check the bag. It's a dad's responsibility to do the double-check. I don't... I don't love that. So the running drill has begun. I get there. He's on first base. And I hear the instructor like, all right, first to third, and then slide into third. Let's make it happen, okay? Um, all right, go. And my son went from first base through the pitcher's mound to third. He took a shortcut. Okay. He did not go to second. GPS. And then third. He went straight across. The instructor starts, you know, obviously, you know, stop, stop everything. Stop everything. It's first to third, as in you have to run through second and then get to third. Joe was like, huh? And he had his hands up, standing on the pitcher's mound. What? 
I'm like, this is, I, I want to, you know. Uh, I don't know him. I don't know him. Right? This, this is a poor reflection on his dad, right? And now you guys are telling me it's the mid. So he goes back to first. So we're winding up the drill again, all right? And now he's really yelling first through second. So then he yells, go. My son runs now, headed towards second, stops halfway, turns around. <laughs> like 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 Albert Bell was in his way, or Fernando Vino, whatever that, when wow, they collided. Right? Well, they collided second, and he just stops. And like, all right, run it back again. We're going first to second, and then running to third. So finally, then he starts, and then you slide at third. So finally, he starts up again. He goes to second, and then he runs to third standing up. Does not slide. So then after, I'm like, what the hell's going on, man? Get, get your head in the game. He goes, it's not my fault. I went first. It's alphabetical order. And I was like, you know what? You're so right. I've decided now officially I'm changing my name. Growing up, I always struggled too because I was first. Alphabetically, it's not fair to the Babchicks that we were a B. There didn't happen to be an A. He went first. Babchicks need at least 12 people to go. So that's it. I'm changing my name either to Zabchik or Zabinski. Because athletically, growing up, we always were called on first. So the next tryout next year... Joey Zabchik is going to try out for the travel baseball team. Wow. What? <laughs> Joey Babchik, really? Really yeah. representing the family there. Oh, my god. Is he that gosh. lazy? He's a Babchik, I think. <laughs> is that what you think it is? He's lazy, lazy right? Is dumb? First to third. Well, maybe he's so smart. Like, he's literal Joe. They say first to third. He's literal like, all right, pal. I'm cutting off some time, and I can just go across. He and wanted why not? to poof how fast he could get to third base. Wasn't that the line of Ricky Bobby? If you ain't first... You should go last to see what everyone else does first. Otherwise, how do you know? All right, Steve Torrey, how do we do today? <laughs> I'm no. not even sure I know. And again, with all disrespect. Well, interesting. Very interesting. So that's, uh, we we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, yes, another episode of Patrick's Morning After in the books for Louis Gold and Brittany Smith and, of course, Eddie Erickson. Yeah, Eddie. And thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listen on the bowl. Nice fouls, their leader, and he tells me that Wadsworth from P. PA is a brand new flusher to the TBC and tells me that the Miami Dolphins quarterback is named Tua Tongue to a little ovum. Uh, he's got to work on that. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Patrick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast, and I do mean anywhere. Until next time, it is time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time. Babchick's Morning After is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, which of course you do, please give a five-star rating. Leave a review. Five stars. Let's go. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. If you can't get enough of me, tune in to Morning Men. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM's Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82 or listen anytime on the SXM app.